This podcast is brought to you by the Canada Foundation for Innovation. My name is Annie Castonguet, and I'm an assistant professor of chemistry at INRS Institut Armand Frappier. Metals are at the heart of Dr. Annie Castonguet's research. Her program involves both fundamental and applied research. She is interested in the design of new organometallic complexes for their use as catalysts and as therapeutics, such as anti-cancer and antimicrobial agents. She and her collaborators at the INRS Institut Armand Frappier are engineering new molecules to overcome some of the problems with current cancer therapies. Yeah, unfortunately, metal complexes often have a bad reputation as therapeutic agents. Very often, people mistakenly believe that they are too toxic to be used in medicine. What they do not know, though, is that metal complexes are widely used in clinics every day. It is reported that approximately 50% of all cancer patients who undergo chemotherapy uh, are at some point treated with a metal complex. So for example, a compound known as cisplatin, which contains a platinum metal atom, is widely used in the world uh, for cancer therapy. The compound is injected to the patient intravenously, uh, undergoes some transformations, and reaches its main target, believed to be DNA. So cancer cells then die and the patient survives. Uh, unfortunately, there are many problems associated with chemotherapy, as we know. Uh, firstly, therapeutic agents become less and less effective due to the development of cancer cell resistance. Cancer cells learn how to recognize the drug and adapt to survive in its presence. So moreover, uh, therapeutic agents are not only toxic to cancer cells, but are toxic to healthy tissues as well, leading to numerous side effects. I wish I could say that researchers have now solved all these problems, but unfortunately, this is not the case. The part of my research program which aims at developing novel anti-cancer drug candidates attempts to address those two problems. So my team develops compounds based on ruthenium. Some ruthenium complexes are known to link to DNA, but also to act through other modes of action. So previously reported ruthenium complexes were found to be very promising as drug candidates, and some of them even entered clinical trials during the last few years. For example, an ongoing research project in my lab involves the preparation of multitasking metal complexes, which consists in the synthesis of compounds based on ruthenium, to which are coordinated molecules that can themselves display an anti-cancer activity. So the creation of metallic compounds able to act through different mechanisms simultaneously uh, could lead to the development of new efficient treatments that induce less cancer cell resistance. Another ongoing project in my research group is the design of metal complexes that can display a higher selectivity towards cancer cells. So to reach this goal, we create thermosensitive linkages between metal complexes and targeting molecules, which can be disassembled at higher temperatures. So those targeting agents with a special affinity with cell receptors or organelles of certain cancer cells are carefully chosen so that they can act as shuttles and help the metal complexes to reach cancer cells or tumors more efficiently before being released either slowly at body temperature, 37 degrees, or more rapidly with the use of a laser. 
So we hope this strategy to be beneficial for cancer patients by reducing the occurrence of side effects during their treatment. Dr. Thomas Sanderson is a professor of toxicology and he works with Dr. Castonguay at the Institut Armand Frappier. They hope the complexes they're testing will also work at starving ER-positive breast cancer cells of the estrogen they need to grow. And the other action of the same molecule would be to enter um, the microenvironment of the tumor and enter the cells around the tumor that are actually producing the estrogens that feed the tumor. And the enzyme involved there is called aromatase, and uh, the organometal compounds that Annie is producing uh, have several aromatase inhibitor molecules attached to it, which are then released in these cells, at least that is the, that is the hypothesis, and uh, will be able to inhibit the enzyme that feeds the tumor. So we have one component, the metal part, that is killing the tumor cells directly, and the second component, the aromatase inhibitor, that uh, prevents the food source of the tumor by inhibiting the enzyme in the, uh, in the surrounding tumor cells. This type of research is a painstaking process. Dr. Castonguay explains that she and her colleagues are closer to the start than the finish in terms of developing a viable chemotherapy alternative. We didn't reach to the point where we would test even our best drug candidates in mice. What we do for now is that we do in vitro studies and uh, we also um, started to work with zebrafish models. So these are kind of accepted in vivo studies, preliminary uh, toxicity studies for uh, drug design. Dr. Castonguay's work at the Institut Armand Frappier flows from a lifelong fascination with the scientific world. Her quest to understand the world around her began as a child, long before she started building molecules. I come from Granby, which is a city located in between Montreal and Sherbrooke in Quebec. And I've always been interested in science. I remember finding myself in the basement of my parents' house trying to challenge myself to work on a specific topic and try to learn as much as I could on a topic just by reading some of these uh, encyclopedia that were available to me in that basement. <laughs> I remember that I was interested in astronomy, biology, also in chemistry, but not specifically in chemistry. I decided to go to Champlain Regional College and I registered to a very uh, broad scientific program. After that, I started university and I went again to a general program because I chose to go in uh, chemical engineering. And so I, I registered at the uh, Ecole Polytechnique de Montréal. And during that year and a half, I really missed chemistry. I really understood that Chemistry was missing. I really wanted to learn more about interactions be between molecules. So, uh, so I decided to move on and register to a bachelor degree in chemistry. So I registered to uh, Université de Montréal, the building right beside. But I remember that what really, really caught my attention and what was really the highlight of my bachelor, I would say, uh, was to take this course in the second year about mineral chemistry, inorganic chemistry. It was a lab. Uh, I remember that I was amazed by the chemistry of metals. So after I decided that I really wanted to do a master degree in the chemistry of metals. So I chose to 
uh, work with the group of uh, David Zargarian at University de Montréal. And I also was co-directed at the time by André Beauchamp, who's also a very good inorganic chemist. So I worked with them. Uh, I had an amazing time during my PhD. I learned a lot of things. Uh, the main goal of my PhD was to prepare um, uh, metallic complexes based on nickel, which is a metal. And I had to uh, prepare, design some uh, complexes that were going to be active to, uh, to be catalysts for organic reactions. So after my PhD, I went to Tufts University in Boston. And uh, during that training, I worked with molybdenum complexes. Molybdenum is another metal. It was uh, very challenging when I was, I was using a, a glove box, so under, I had to work under inert atmosphere, so I had to uh, get very skilled at working with such compounds. Dr. Castonguay's research into organometallic compounds is driving cutting-edge collaborations with scientists from a range of disciplines within the ENRS. She began seeking out connections as a postdoctoral fellow, where she worked at the intersection of chemistry, biology, and therapeutics. I undertook two other postdocs, and both of them were at McGill University. The first of them was uh, when I started to uh, get more experienced, I would say, uh, with organic synthesis. And I undertook a very challenging project at preparing dendrimers. So I worked at preparing dendrimers that would have antimicrobial properties. So this is when I started to enter the world of biology. And then I uh, started to work with a collaborator of the group from the pharmacology and therapeutics department from McGill for my third postdoctoral project. So I was, for the first time, exposed to uh, cell culture. I was working with students who would uh, grow cancer cells in the cell culture lab. So that was very uh, interesting to me. I, I really uh, enjoyed doing that. When the ENRS was seeking a professor of chemistry at the Institut Armand Frappier, Dr. Castonguet says she was intrigued by the opportunity to work alongside so many different types of scientists. Her cross-discipline research was seen as an asset. My experience in biology during my postdoctoral studies um, allowed me to become interesting for people who were working here. Uh, and I found that I could establish uh, a lot of different collaborations in different areas because I was a chemist, I was able to prepare molecules, interested in metals, but I saw I had experience with antimicrobials and anti-cancer compounds. So here there are many researchers working in those areas along with immunology, toxicology, environment, uh, pollutants. There are all sorts of areas of research here. So I discovered that this place here was the size of a university department, but there were so many different expertise in so many different fields of research. Metals may also be an innovative weapon in the fight against multi-resistant bacteria. Dr. Castonguay is testing some of her molecules on bacterial pathogens. Yeah, as we know, there is currently an urgent need to develop new antibiotics that are active against multi-resistant bacteria. 
So organometallic complexes are, according to me, not studied deeply enough for that purpose. And this is why my group establishes collaborations with microbiologists from INRS with the hope to discover molecules with novel modes of action. So it was previously reported that some metallic complexes can interact with DNA, inhibit some enzymes, uh, and disrupt bacterial membranes. Uh, complexes prepared in my lab are then tested against various multi-resistant bacteria, and some of those compounds recently screened were found to be highly active and selective against important pathogens. Dr. Frédéric Verrier is a researcher in microbiology at the Institut Armand Frappier. He's working with Dr. Castonguay to test compounds that may offer a much-needed treatment for people infected with antibiotic-resistant bacteria. So the research of uh, Professor Annie Castonguay is original in the sense that she synthesized organometallic molecules that are, for the moment, underexploited for their antibiotic properties. There are multiple evidence that this molecule could be the source of uh, new antibiotics with uh, these novel properties. So with uh, Annie, we have uh, already carried out uh, several screens of different complex prepared in uh, our laboratory uh, to extract uh, those uh, complex with a bactericidal activity. So we are now looking for the mode of action uh, with the hope that uh, the mode of action will be original. And we also hope to discover molecules that act on several different targets simultaneously to uh, avoid uh, evolved resistance in the future. So in fact, we have uh, already identified a very promising molecule extracted from this screen. Uh, which will soon be uh, the subject of a pattern given its eye activity, but also its eye selectivity for some important pathogens, specifically Neisseria gonorrhea and Neisseria meningitis. The professors at the INRS's Institut Arma Frappier conduct their research in every corner of the scientific realm. But when Dr. Castonguay joined the team, she identified a need for chemistry equipment that would make her work more efficient. And she credits investments from the Canada Foundation for Innovation and the Quebec government for funding a suite of tools that are essential for the research she and her collaborators are doing. I'm very lucky I got uh, a lot of equipment and uh, without that equipment I would not have been able to make any of the research I'm doing right now with what, what, was, what was available at the Institute when I started. Because as you know there were not that many chemists here and not, definitely not doing the same chemistry as I do. So as I mentioned earlier, we have to prepare compounds under inert atmosphere. So we have what I would say a trio of three really uh, complementary <laughs> pieces of equipment. It's great. Now, now that we are all fully equipped, it's very, very nice. It's completely different than when I started four years ago. <laughs> I mean, there are many advantages for a chemist to be here, that's for sure. But the downside is that if we need something that is chemistry-related, we cannot borrow it. We cannot use it from somebody else. We have to be self-sufficient. So this is where uh, CFI was really, really essential for me, to be able to undertake my research program here, uh, because definitely I, I could not function if I would not have all that. 
I would just want to emphasize on the fact that it's very, very important for an early career researcher to be able to have, to be allowed to apply for that equipment that CFI is providing because it is uh, extremely important not only to be able to uh, undertake the projects that these early researchers want to do, but also to keep them uh, at a competitive level with the other early researchers from other countries, for example, or other labs. The investments the CFI has made to further Dr. Castonguay's research help keep her on the leading edge of scientific study. In time, her innovations with organometallic complexes may offer new hope in the fight against cancer and drug-resistant bacteria. Find more research stories like this at innovation.ca slash stories and subscribe to the Canada Foundation for Innovation through your favorite podcast app.